Hi, I'm Brian Armstrong. And I'm James Cormier. Welcome to Comic Train. Up in the sky! Oh. Right, I caught you before you did something stupid. It's so beautiful Hi, it's Brian. And James. Welcome to another edition of Comic Train, hosted here on Planet Bob. Today we're going to uh, we're going to talk about comic publishers. Like, what is out there? Uh, the top ones, mainly. We sat here and went with all of them. Well, this would be a nine-and-a-half-hour episode. Let's just say that Wikipedia lists just over 500 total publishing companies. That's over the world, throughout the world, though. So, I mean... <laughs> yeah, no, we don't... We don't. We unfortunately don't have that amount of time. If you want this episode uploaded next year, then we can do that. So, I believe we're going to start with uh, the comic book publishings of IDW. Now, IDW is a comic book publishing company that... Takes takes known cartoons, comics, video games, just makes comics out of them, helps publish them, and uh, they started with what? 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night, which was written by Stephen Niles. A lot of you who listen to this might know this as a movie. Originally, it was a comic. Apparently, three major studios fought over the rights to for the movie based on this comic. Yeah, that's which, good it was. So, yeah, um, so yeah they uh, they fought over the rights. And who, which studio actually did that movie? Uh, to be honest, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. It was, it was a while ago for me that I watched it. So, uh, I, Yeah, I, I can't. I can't say. But from there, like, they've taken Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, uh, Transformers, yeah, Godzilla, Star, Star Trek, Star Trek, CSI, uh, My Little Pony, Castlevania. Oh, I would love to read the Castlevania one. I, I'm a huge Castlevania fan, but that's me. We'll get there. Silent later. Hill. Um, the X-Files. Uh, Doctor Who. And they even have one of the Disney comics they're starting. Um, they have like Orphan Black, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters. I just want to read it now because I can. Skylanders, uh, that video game. Uh, Gem and the Holograms. Uh, and some other Onyx. Dirk Gently. You know, just these, these comics that have been published through them. Um, again, not a lot we have read, but we're starting to get there, right? Yeah, this is also a company that... Uh... They took older comics and re they're republishing them just so people can get get to know them, like uh, Archie, Blondie, uh, Family Circus. You know, they're they're putting it in comic book format so people can enjoy, you know, your Sunday paper stuff in comic form. Yeah, yeah, is... exactly. That's 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 actually pretty cool. Um, I should uh, I should write to them and say, hey. Calvin and Hobbes is really, really important. You should get this one in there. Yeah, we should look through the list. Maybe it's there. Um, if they, they also if do they like, are, I know where I'm going. Uh, Borderlands, Ben 10, Dexter's Laboratory. So a lot of those um, Cartoon Network shows, uh, The Crow, Danger Girl, so many we could sit here. We're even doing a Dungeons and Dragons one, right? Uh, I'm not sure if that was them or it was, some, it was somebody else. Um, I'm seeing Dungeons and Dragons and Baldur's oh. Gate here. Okay, well, I guess list. they did. So, wow. Silent Hill. Yeah, Magic the Gathering, The Max. Oh, do you remember that show? The Max was uh, late night. Again, you just said you didn't want to watch a lot of Teletoon. No, I never did actually, but I do remember the uh, comic book. To be honest, yeah, I read a few episodes. I read a few comics. The Max. It was basically a, a guy who lived in a fantasy world and in, yeah. the, in the mind, and it was uh, he was like a homeless guy in the real world, but in this other world, he was like the ruler of the savannah, and the, the top protagonist girl was. His lady with, you know, she was Jungle Girl. Yeah. Amazing series or comic to read. 
I recommend checking it out. Army so, of Two and Dragon Age are a couple of their EA a, EA games put to combat. Yeah, uh, Silent Hill was one. Yeah. Um, I think this is their take on Star Trek, like what they're doing comic book wise with it. It looked like it was the new uh, the new the new universe. That's what yeah. I like to see because I love the reboot. <laughs> That's another argument I guess we could have. Um, uh, no, I actually like the them. Like a lot of people are like, well, that's not Star Trek. Well, they weren't intended to be. It's a new, you know, it's a, it's a new dimension. It's so that they could make Star Trek movies, which with the technology and all that stuff. I know and, that I know we shouldn't be on this part, but it's so they could go in a direction that they wanted to, instead of having to follow all the old ancient stuff that's already gone through. I mean, if you look at Star Trek and then the original series, then you go to Star Trek: The Next Generation. There are so many episodes that you go, they already did that in Star Trek. Yeah, they already I, did that in the original series. They already did that in the original series. I mean, there was too many for me. I, I don't get me wrong. I, I really enjoyed Star Trek: Next Generation, but watching it, it was it was like, okay, I've already seen this a concept. More, yeah, yeah, a little more modern of. That, that's all it was well, basically. Well, there was like a bunch of episodes of Next Generation because I used to I used to only have one channel, like Channel Eight, and late at night, all you would get is Star Trek, the original series. So I used to watch it up and down, left and right. Yeah. I have nothing else to watch. So like, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. The cool thing you could say about Star Trek is Star Trek would be just as good without William Shatner. <laughs> he could have thrown anybody almost in the role as Captain Kirk and the series would still be as good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with William Shatner. Don't get me there. You know, I don't need fanboys going, oh my God, I'm going to her. But I'm just stating. And then you watch The Next Generation and Next Generation is like, well, they, they did that. And that was a continuation from an original Star Trek The Motion Picture episode. Yeah. Apparently one episode they did in Star Trek The Next Generation was originally supposed to be done in the original series, but they adapted a script for The Next Generation. But anyway, we digress yeah, that, and we're off to comics. Sorry guys, girls. Gotta be fair. Uh, yeah, totally. So yeah, IDW does a lot of these publishings and these comics that have been turned into movies or movies and uh, um, shows and uh, video games and video games yeah. that have been turned into comics and I'm looking through here and getting back into comics like I am now I have a lot of time to catch up on my reading I hope because there's a lot I'd like to check out and see how they're rehashing these yeah, and the doing only, them for the only problem is going to be yeah send us your winning lottery numbers to comic train at via planet bob so basically uh, IDW uh, took these and again is re publishing them or just continuing series uh let the modern audience get a, a taste and a feel for it right which i think is awesome so now who's who else is we got uh there's image comics right or top cow uh, uh so we'll touch on image let's go to image comics right. right now image comics they they have a lot under their wing but most popular um that i remember uh was it it was image i believe image has spawn let's uh, spawn right there that's that's the main one you know image comics for the yeah. other one is the most recent is the walking dead so you have spawn two i followed majorly in image comics was the darkness love the darkness if you have not read it i recommend it pause the show go read a what first comic come back you'll love it and witchblade um there's many versions of witchblade like they did the uh, witchblade origins the talking of how the witchblade came into be uh there was the original uh sarah 
uh, I'm bad with names, uh, Penizi or whatever. She was a cop. She got the original Witchblade, then lost it and went to someone else and went back to her. Anyway, I followed it for a long time along with Darkness because both of the series intertwined, right? It was it was just... But if, if the Darkness and the Witchblade ever merged into one, it would cause world apocalyptic. So that's why they were separated in two, right? Of that, that's what I read uh, under Image Comics. Yeah, for me, the only one I actually read, and I only read a couple, was Savage Dragon. Uh, Savage Dragon, I didn't really read, but they did have another Teletoon cartoon, Savage Dragon, based on on the comic which i used to love yeah so like that's that's how i knew savage dragon yeah like i said for me it wasn't uh i, I didn't read a lot of image but it's it's interesting to note that they've got a whole but like it's not just one thing one company or whatever they got a lot of uh imprints like there's avalon studios dreamway gorilla comics joe's comics shadow lines overhawk Productions, skybound talk cow and wildstorm those were all part of the image universe kind of thing they each published certain books and stuff like that exactly so it's it's a broad spectrum of what is is under there like fathom uh fathom was a, a series um it was titled under when uh, uh one creator uh used to work with uh, Todd McFarlane. I'm drawing a blank right now, you have to forgive me. But he decided, screw you good, I'm quitting and making my own panic. And he made uh, Fathom. Uh, and Fathom is actually an awesome series too. Uh, this, this might help you out. The founders for um, Image Comics were Eric Larson, who is the owner of Highbrow Entertainment, Jim Lee, who's the owner of Wildstorm Productions, Jim Valentino, who's the owner of Shadowline, Mark Silvestri, who's the owner of Talk Cow Productions, Rob Leefield, who is, on, is the owner of Extreme Studios, Todd McFarlane, owner of Tard Todd McFarlane Productions, and Wils Protasio. Sorry if I mispronounce any of your names. You can yell at I me later. I want to say Robert Leefield, um, but I could be wrong. I, I, I could be wrong, as we are sometimes on this show. Yeah. Pobody's an perfect, so. Exactly. Uh, uh, also, Robert Kirkman, who's the owner of Skybound, joined in 2010, but they also had Dreamwave leave in 2002, and Wildstorm moved to DC in 1999. Oh, so, wow. I mean, they've had them come in, they've had them, a couple come in, a couple go, you know. Well, uh, yeah, so you have, you have all your, um, like, they have tons under there, like, uh, a series I've never even heard of, and it makes me sad that I've never heard of them, right? Like, uh, I remember Bomb, I seen an episode, I read an episode or two, Gen 13, that's another one I read. Uh, basically, it was a bunch of genetically engineered okay. Uh, okay. teenagers, right? And they formed a team. Wildcats. I remember Wildcats. Remember Wildcats? Yeah. I love Wildcats. Uh, Jim Lee, awesome comic book series. They did an okay comic, or a comic cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. It was okay. It was it was really PG'd and dumbed down, like nothing to what Jim Lee put into the comics, and it was just you just sat there and you were like, oh, I can't wait for the next book to come out or the next comic to come out. It was just didn't you say uh, Young Blood was one of the ones you used to read? No, I, I could be messing up. Do you lot. have a picture over there somewhere? No, I, I'm getting. It um, I did actually. Yeah. Look at that. See, I don't even remember what the hell I've read. <laughs> of course, I, I've read over a thousand novels as well, so I mean. Some of it kind of blends together. So. It does. It, that's part of the problem sometimes. Is like the mind when we sit here and you talk about something and you're like dead set. You're like, oh yeah, it was this person. And you're looking and you're like, oh dang, I've been an idiot. <laughs> I'd be wrong, damn. I damaged my brain. Again, Image has so much. Uh, the Mice Templar. What? <laughs> the Mice <laughs> Templar. 
I'm, I'm just checking this out right now. Like, I've never heard of it, but that, like, it's it's got a very, that looks like um, Guardians, um, um, the Rise Owl. Rise of the Guardians. Rise the of the Owl. Guardians. It was, it was a animated movie that was yeah, a couple but, years ago. Um, another one I liked, didn't follow as much, was Spawn. Um, I followed more of the animated series. Than yeah, anything. I was the, I was the same. I think um, I, I read the first episode of, of the re- first issue of Spawn, and then it was, um, I think I, shortly after that that I got out of it, not because of Spawn, because it got too expensive, and yeah. Again, our our comic book collecting is we're like, ooh, I can afford episode two, and seven, and, and fourteen, and what's going? Wait, what happened? What's going on? What did I miss? Right? And yeah, yeah I, remember, I used to remember going and trying to scam read. Like you go, you go to where they sold the comics, and you'd read two pages, put it back, come back the next, day, read another three pages, or a couple hours later. Like yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty bad because you couldn't afford it, right? When you go to the comic book stores, they would be like watching you like hawks, right? Don't yeah. touch it. Don't open it. Don't take it out of the plastic. But you don't blame them this because is not a library. exactly. But that's how I. That's part of how I read some of my comics. I went to Wildstorm Publishing to see what they had. Uh, they had like Deathblow, Gen 13, Wildcats. But I noticed the Kindred. Kindred? Yeah. Something uh, something you read, I'm assuming? Or... Well, no, it's from my role-playing game days. Kindred is like what what Vampire calls himself in uh, Vampire Masquerade by Wetwolf Publishing. So maybe... So that's what, that's what I was thinking, but it doesn't seem like it. Something to do with Grifter from uh, Wildcat. Okay. Looks kind of gritty, though. It does, and it looks like it's got some, some Wildcats in there. Like, oh, what was his name? The guy with the... Uh, red, uh, that's Grifter. That's Grifter, yeah, okay. Yeah. Maybe he was part of a different team or something. Uh, I don't know. Again, like I say, lots, lots, we don't know. Yeah, yeah we get sidetracked lots, guys. Sorry. Johnny Red Bull, we said this before. So again, you have you had Top Cow under them, and they had a lot of their own stuff just under Top Cow, like Cyberforce, The Darkness, Dragon Print, Evil, Fathom. Which uh, uh, the Darkness were part of Top Cow, really? Yeah, and that, 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 you said all under the Image comic line, right? Mm-hmm. I used to, I remember reading a few episodes of Rip Claw, another, another really, it was something created by Mark Silvestri, and again, you read one or two episodes and you don't remember too much about it, but when you see it, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, um, as you as you can tell, we didn't really do a lot of research on this this episode. It's more of a on the fly kind of thing. Yeah, it's but... more of what we remember than anything, right? Uh, oh yeah, the spins off were Tales of Darkness and Tales of Witchblade. Uh, I remember they had a Tomb Raider series. Top Cow. Yeah. Uh, for those who are big into uh, Laura Croft and Tomb Raider and all that. For Witchblade, you had uh, Witchblade, Witchblade Animated, Blood Oath, Demon, Destiny's Child, Infinity, Nottingham, Obakamono. I may have pronounced that wrong. Deal with me. An Origin Special on top of just uh, everything. So, but yeah, so that covers a lot of Image and Top Cow. Uh, now, other than Image and Top Cow. Was there um, an IDW? Then you just basically... You had Vertigo, right? Which was part of... The DC Universe. DC Universe. But they did the... Your non-mainstream stuff. Like, you had the... Uh, they did a lot of the uh, darker... Um, a lot of supernatural-type stuff. Um, Sandman. Enigma was one of their one-offs. Animal Man. Black Orchid. Doom Patrol. Hellblazer. Uh, Jonah, Jonah Hex. Hex. Jonah Hex was the one I... Kitty Trinity. Uh, and... There was another one. Uh, wasn't it the man thing in there? Uh, shade, shade of Changing Man, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, that's yeah. it. Swamp man thing, thing is Marvel, I think. It is. It is. You're right. I'm, I'm messing things up. 
um, Swamp Thing. What was the one you used to follow in? Sandman. Sandman, yeah. Uh, not necessarily followed followed it, but I had like I've got uh, I think five of the graphic novels, which combine a few of the comics together. No, actually, no. The graphic novels I have are totally they're different stories. But um, I fell in love with the 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 character and just Neil Gaiman. I mean, yeah, you said you were a huge Neil Gaiman fan, so um, he's my own little god. I mean, you guys can worship him too if you want, but you know. Yeah, but uh, so you had uh, Vertigo, which uh, was a, a subsidiary of DC, and then they published all their type of stuff. Uh, lesser knowns like I say or the more gritty and dark stuff right yeah um vertigo is the imprint of DC Comics suggested for mature readers and is, and is a con continuity separate from the DC universe that is include the Sandman Swamp Thing John Constantine which is Hellblazer John and many Constantine others. that's what I know from vertigo like John Constantine no offense Keanu Reeves you did not do it justice you made me want to go oh look a Matrix spinoff you know uh John Constantine gotta pay attention dude uh uh, but you know, uh, I'm sorry. That's all I. Every time I see Keanu Reeves, that's all I picture. Whoa, dude! You know, Bill and Ted. That's <laughs> excellent. Exactly. Um, I think IDW does a Bill and Ted. Oh, do they? Comic. Uh, there was actually a Bill and Ted Adventures comic. I remember when I was young, I used to read it. I used to, I used to like, it. cheesy as it was, Bill and Ted was fun. Their second one, The Bogus Journey, was like they were trying too hard. Like, they made a sequel and you're like, really? Well, but, traditionally, sequels aren't usually as good as the first one. Anyway. 80s and 90s, that's all they did was pop out sequels. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 16, you know? So, um, off topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, but John Constant's very, very dark, very, very gritty, uh, very religious undertones, heaven, hell, earth, demons. It was it was really good, and I didn't stay in too long. But what I did read, I really enjoyed. So saying that, like I say, that's that's the vertical line. Uh, I don't know if we've missed anything that oh, we probably. Read. Well, uh, that we used to read mainly, like I say, we could sit here and bleed off facts and numbers and titles for you and say, oh yeah, check this out, but we haven't Scarab. really checked it out. Scarab. Yeah, uh, it was supposed to be... Uh, I don't remember. Uh, uh, I just touched on this. Um, in 94, um, the limited series only partially tied to the DC Universe as it was considered too dark for its intended purpose, which was to be a Doctor Fate series by John Smith, so instead the character was changed Scarab, and he was introduced as having been a Golden Age superhero. Mercy, Sebastian, oh. I, I read some of the Swamp Thing, like I say. I, who didn't? Especially, I got into it a bit because of the, the movie in the 80s, right? Yeah. And and then you read it and you're like, yeah, this 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 is okay. It's good. It's 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 done very well. But it just didn't interest me, right? It just I lost it with like, yeah, no, not my what caught me, right? Then going from Vertigo, uh, you have let's go into the big name. We'll start with DC because we've been bleeding a lot on Marvel lately. So let's 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 leave Marvel for last. So, so we can have lots of fun. Yeah, exactly. So near the end, then it'll be hyped up and you guys will have to watch. Ha ha. I'm just kidding. Um, we hope you just watch because you like the show. Again, I'm going to take a moment out here to uh, uh, promote our sponsors. Uh, uh, welcome to Planet Bob, of course, uh, on Facebook. Um, Dylan Miles and uh, other hosts, uh, Sarah Connor and... Uh, Sarah Connor? You mean Cormier. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Come with Sorry, me. Come but with it was me him. if you want to live. <laughs> it was him, not me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to say, huge crush, Linda Hamilton. Always will have, always will. Maybe we'll get a message from her. Stop it. <laughs> Cut it out. 
<laughs> Don't mention my name in your show. Going into DC Comics, right? Like founded in 1934. Yeah, Detective Comics is how it first came out. Um, they originally started. Wasn't it like uh, Origin of the Strange or something uh, like that? Um, it switched labels to DC Comics now by publishing entrepreneur Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson under the name of National Allied Publications. DC was formed by merging by the merging of National Allied Publications and Detective Comics, as well as the affiliated All American Publications, like the official known as National Comics. The comics covers carried a DC logo and referred to as a result of the nickname DC Comics. Now, uh, starting on one of the main, main, we'll go with Batman, right? Let's start, let's start here. Everyone knows Batman. Everyone loves Batman. But a lot of things people didn't know when Batman Comics first started out in Detective Comics, he actually used to carry around the gun that killed his parents and he would shoot people. That, I thought, was amazing. You didn't know that fact. I actually learned that fact. I didn't read that fact. I learned that fact. But the thought of Batman going around like, yeah, 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 you rob. <laughs> and you see Batman, who now will not touch a gun, does not believe in the killing. They started the comic that way. And the characters were very dark, very, the original Joker, very, very dark. So what they did was they went, ah, oh, we don't want to publish this anymore. So they went really, really switched it and did it more campy and cartoony, which you find in the 70s Batman TV series, right? Yeah. It went a lot more cartoony uh, a few years after that because they were going to stop it and uh, you know the holy rusted metal Batman jokes and all that the bat everything right you bat know phone. the bat gate the bat car the, the bat, bat keys the bat copter the bat bike the bat ladder I am sorry the bat ladder I looked at wow the bat submarine the bat submarine so I wonder if they had a bat sandwich <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious and filled with justice. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, you know, they, were, they they did the same with Superman. Like uh, Superman was when he first started, he he could only leap tall buildings. He couldn't yeah. fly. Um, and he's gone through a lot of reimaginings. So and they used them like especially around in Marvel and DC. We'll talk on both, but Superman and Captain America were used for a lot, lot of propaganda at wartime political stuff and stuff all that kind of stuff exactly um so dc comics publishing started along the lines with superman batman batman detective comics justice society of america flash green lantern sandman wonder woman hawkman specter it's all the older stuff you know a lot of the original like you had golden age so you had the golden age flash which he didn't actually have the speedster powers his was a suit that gave him the uh, the powers of the Flash, which in 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 the uh, the storyline in the uh, with the Reverse Flash, uh, Edward uh, uh, Ebod Thorn, who was uh, Eobard Thorn. Eobard Thorn, thank you. Um, I just finished watching the Flash series like a couple weeks ago. That's the only reason I know it. But he originally stole the Golden Age Flash's suit and that's how he gained the powers of the Flash. Later it was he recreated the Flash's accident. So, uh, but I bleed on again, I like the Flash. Wonder Woman was very, very your first female superhero, right? And you come along and everyone's like, wow, a woman can be, you know, it was very empowering until they went, you know what, we don't want an empowering woman and they took it away from her. And that that was a sad time in comics when they did that. So don't mind the scratch and background noise that's my puppy he's just uh large sized large sized and uh sorry he's he's, he's in his uh let's say silver and bronze age with like uh major characters batman wonder woman superman 
Flash. That's in 1956 introduced readers to Barry Allen, the all new Flash. Yes, because you had there was uh, Golden Age Flash was oh why can I not remember his name right now? I just just was reading about this. Uh, you had Golden Age Flash. Then you had um, Barry Allen. Then you had his nephew Wally West, and then you had his grandson Bert Allen. I think it was Bert. I don't know. I, I'm pretty I, sure you're the, you're all the Flash of them, man. All of them adopted the Flash title eventually. Like, uh, when Barry Allen died, Wally West took up the mantle, was hated at first, till he ends up saving the city. Uh, and then after Wally West um, dies also, but Barry Allen has returned, uh, Bert Allen takes on the mantle of the Flash. So, sorry, as you can tell, I like the Flash. Um, Wonder Woman, again, like I said, it was disempowered. It was hor- it was horrible. It was always, I needed a man to save me, and that's how they wanted to portray her. But the writers of Wonder Woman were like, no, we don't want, we don't want this. We want to empower her. We want and a lot of late 50s, early 60s, when Wonder Woman and everything came out, uh, the female movement was starting, right? Uh, women empowerment was coming along. And, of course, man wanted to smack that down because they wanted the women in the kitchen, which is not right. Um, but the times, right? Then you had, again, we talked about Batman. And Silver and Bronze Age also introduced um, their major competition with Marvel. I mean, they, they saw that Marvel was doing a younger younger crowds and stuff like that, younger teams. So they came out with Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, the- which was Teen Titans. Then there was the new Teen Titans, uh, which came out a few years later. Um, that's actually along where Starfire came along. Uh, one of the characters I did follow in the new Teen Titans. And the new Teen Titans was uh, with First Robin, Nightwing. No, Tim Drake was the third one, wasn't he? Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. There we go. Thank you. Nick, yeah, Dick Grayson. You had Todd. Um, Something or other? Uh, he became the Red Hood. Okay. Uh, he died. He was brutally beaten to death by the Joker, and then left in a building that exploded. And then the uh, Ra's al Ghul felt bad that he had died, so repentance. He put him in the Lazarus chamber, and he came back to life. But he came back crazy, blaming uh, that, wondering why Batman didn't kill the Joker, why he wouldn't kill the Joker. So anyway, back to the Teen Titans. Sorry. Now, the Teen Titans roster didn't start off like the ones you see on TV. Uh, Beast Boy is called Changeling. Like, uh, their names are a little different. Uh, Cyborg didn't become a member till way later. Mm-hmm. Um, Starfire originally was an alien outcast, uh, slave. Like, uh, her sister and her uh, were in line for throne on their home planet, right? And uh, basically, the sister was born without the ability to fly, which made her weaker. So she lost the title for next in line to the throne and it was given to Starfire. I cannot remember her original name, Cortia or something along those lines. I could be wrong. So blah, blah, blah. And then there was reimaginings, of course, you know, revampings of the story where uh, her sister actually had the abilities and became next in line and hated her, or protected her sister. Uh, didn't hate her. So there's a lot of this and that. Um, now, who else was in the Teen Titans? You had, uh, there was Nightwing. There was... It was Robin then Nightwing. Robin, right? Kid Flash, and Aqualad were the first three yes. of the sidekicks. Now the Aqualad they did there was that um that was that was the original Aqualad. Then they did another. The second meeting was Robin, Kid Flash, Aqualad, joined by Wonder Girl and Speedy. Yeah, yeah. So um, Speedy being Green Arrow's first uh, sidekick, uh, Roy Harper, and then uh, he ends up. There's a huge story arc of where he was actually cloned and they didn't know. So 
So the original Roy Harper was found. He becomes Arsenal. Speedy, who is the clone of Roy Harper, becomes Red Arrow. And then the third Speedy, uh, I can't remember her name. So um, again, I, I bleed off into what I know, right? Uh, the Raven appearing in it? Yes, yes, which eventually became Dark Raven. Yeah. Um, Raven, Wonder Girl, Changeling, Vic Stone, which is Cyborg. Um, Wonder Girl, wasn't that the one who, uh, that was basically uh, um, a younger version of like Wonder Woman? Yeah. Wonder Girl was uh, like Wonder Woman's apprentice or something like that. Yeah, something the like same that. Amazon powers as she did. Kid Flash. Kid Flash um, was Wally West. Well, no, he declined apparently. Uh, at first, at first, yes. Trying to be Wally West instead. Raven, Starfire, yeah. Arsenal stepped into the leadership role. Yeah, for a while. Ooh, checkmate. I used to read that one. Sorry, that's off topic, but whatever. Well, we, we'll add it to the later list, of course. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so you had a lot of the Teen Titans came along because they wanted to uh, do the rival with Marvel, of course, right? I mean, uh... Well, it's not, wasn't it, well, it was, it was a rivalry, but they basically saw, okay, they're having success with that, why can't we? Exactly. So they tried it, and it worked out. So, doing that, this is where you get a lot of bleed off of, oh, well, uh, Marvel did Quicksilver, or the, or DC did the Flash, so we do Quicksilver, yeah. right? And you had, you had, uh, you have Green Arrow, so we're gonna do Hawkeye right it's a lot of where you've seen your parallels yeah, Mr. Miracle so the vision exactly yeah. right so they, they had it was hilarious or no not Mr. Miracle Red Tornado Red Tornado yeah. which is actually a robot a cyborg yeah. Mr. Miracle is a totally other guy totally different guy he was yeah. an escape artist from uh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse. well it, the planet's name was Apocalypse yeah. because uh, it was Darkseid yeah, that, that ruled over one of Superman's main protagonists and even the Justice League New 52 Tim Drake Superboy Bart Allen Cassandra Sandstorm yeah Bart Allen it was Bart Allen not Bert that's Bart uh, Bart, Bart. Bart, Bart, Bart. Um, Bart Allen is uh, the Barry Allen's grandson who got his powers through birth, right? Again, like I say, a lot of DC and, and with the New 52 and everything they're doing, um, they're just, they're getting new spins on your your heroes you love and, and they're modernizing them, right? Which you can't, like, like the fourth Robin now is Damian Wayne, the illegitimate son of Bruce Wayne. How, how you go through all this, Damian Wayne is the son of Talia al Ghul and Bruce Wayne. You know a lot more about the, the DC line than you. Yeah. and the new stuff yes yeah. um, not as much as I would like to but enough so um, going through all the new uh, DC like there was uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle those two teamed up together it was just it, it was it was great series and we're not talking about the new Yami uh, uh, Hayes or Reyes who the original uh, Blue Beetle uh, the original Blue Beetle uh, actually wasn't the original it was the second Blue Beetle the one who didn't use the Scarab for his power but those two together were just comic comedic gold it was it was just hilarious um, there was so many spins off in DC so many uh, heroes and villains and Apparently, they're going to be uh, one of Superman's villains, Livewire, is going to be showing up in the new Supergirl series. Uh, it was a shock jock, uh, uh, like hippie girl who's part of a radio, and she tried to boost the signal of her radio show to badmouth Superman, and of course, lightning struck, and she absorbed all that ability and turned into Livewire. Um, and she was actually only a one in the animated series when she was created. She wasn't even created in the comics. She didn't get her old spin-off until later on, and you've seen her in the um, 
she eventually became a hero. But in the new 52, she's a villain again, which which is, is actually pretty cool. And That's where it's supposed to be. Exactly, exactly. You have the heroes who sit here and they try to be, or the villains who try to be the hero, and you're like, I, I can live with that, but no. Some make the transition, others most don't. No, no, exactly. You have some good that you know, we ne- We never even mentioned the Justice League. One of the biggest groups in DC, and we kind of just went... We talked about members, but we never... Yeah, so you have the Justice League, which was um, um, originally Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. That's that's the founding three. That's why whenever you see them depicted as the Justice League, it's always those three, right? But um, from there, you had many members that joined the roster. Many, many, many. Um, you had uh, Green Lantern, which awesome, was uh, how and well, it depends on what Justice League you're talking about because uh, Hawkman wasn't originally in the first Justice League. I said Aquaman. I thought you said Hawkman. Hawkman and uh, are now part of the new Justice League, right? But they went back to the original Hawk origins. Yeah, it's a, that's a long-winded story we can get into. We're not going to. But the the original Justice League, uh, you had Aquaman, you had. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh, who was in the Golden Age Justice Society of America? Justice Society of America. Uh, Green Lantern, The Flash. Uh, Green Lantern, which was Alan Scott. The Flash, which was Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick. The Spectre, which was Jim Corrigan. Doctor Fate, who was Kent Nelson. Our Man, which was Rex Tyler, and The Sandman, which was Leslie Dodd. The Atom, which was Al Pratt and Hawkman. That was during the 1940s. That, that's how it started, was the Justice Society. And then they changed it later to the Justice League uh, of America, whose founding members were, like I said, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. I think Dr. Fate was one of the founding members, but don't quote me on that. Um, you had Aquaman. Who else? Yeah, so we, we could we could sit here for a while and talk about uh, whom, uh, whom who was, was in part of them. And, you know, like... So DC covered quite a bit and had quite a lot of uh, a following, but they didn't really go through the bankruptcy trials that Marvel did. No, they had their loyal leaders and everything, and it ju- they just kept them alive. Exactly. Like the one that argues about me is the one Green Lantern that no one ever mentions is Guy Gardner. You had Hal Jordan, John Stewart. Um, uh, yeah, Guy Gardner. I love Guy Gardner. <laughs> he was that in-your-face smartass Green Lantern, which I love. That's that's the hero I type, type I love. And you had uh, Mr. Fate there. Not Mr. Fate. Uh, what's his name there? That's uh, Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle. That's Black it. Black Mary, Martian Manhunter, Shazam. <coughs> oh, there's one. Sorry. Martian Manhunter. Captain Marvel. Sorry. Captain Marvel, yes. Everybody calls him Shazam, though, for some strange Well, Shazam is the name of the wizard that gives yeah. him his power. It's what he says to become uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Dr. Light, okay. Yeah. Oberon, Batman, Blue Beetle. So you had you had a lot, right? And that, That's the modern age of Justice League. Yeah. So um, then you have the new, the new, new Justice League of America, um, which you know is uh, Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Green Lantern. I believe it's Hal Jordan, um, Superman, Batman, The Flash, Martian Manhunter. Am I missing any? I don't think so. Um, well, this is the. Oh yeah, you have Aquaman. I forgot about that. Can't, can't, uh, Kyle Rayner is the Green Lantern. That's the other one. Kyle Rayner. You had Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, Kyle Rayner. When Hal Jordan went mad, is who took in the reins for Earth. Uh, you had John Stewart, Guy Gardner. Um, John Stewart was another backup Green Lantern. 
So Earth has had four Green Lanterns. Because we're a very important planet in our own mind. <laughs> yeah. We're the there center of the, the universe. The new Justice League. Yeah, a Cyborg, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Woman Moon, Batman, Superman. Um, you also, Flash. yeah, the Flash. Um, like I said, you have Hawkman and Hawkgirl. So oh, there's a lineup right there. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Green Lantern. Uh, Hal Jordan quits in Justice League 12. It returns for the Dark Side War. Um, and Shazam, then you... Powering, and Lex Luthor. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Like, you wouldn't think it. Mm, Lex Luthor and Superman working on the same team. Yeah, I don't think it went over well, but again, I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh... And there's the new Justice League, which is Marsh Manhunter, Steve Trevor, Green Arrow, Hawkman, Katana, Clyde, Catwoman, Stargirl, Green Lantern, who was Simon Baz, the Adam. Yeah, Simon Baz is the newest Green Lantern. There was the whole year one reboot. Yeah, I remember that. World uh, Order. So it's gone through a lot, especially the Justice League. Just like any major superhero team like the Avengers, they've gone through a lot. We talked about that in our first episode. Having covered a lot of the uh, DC as of, uh, like I say, right now. Um, Some of my favorites from the DC were uh, Firestorm. Firestorm, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, one of the more obscure obscure ones, I believe I talked about it already, um, who is Mad Dog. Yeah, yeah, you talked about it already. Um, so Hawk and Dove was another one that I read. Hawk and Dove. Uh, I never really read it, but I did know a little bit about it. Uh, again, I followed um, uh, in DC, I followed Green Arrow uh, somewhat. I followed The Flash, um, Batman, Teen Titans. There was uh, Green Lanterns I followed. I love it. Because of the original Golden Age Green Lantern, was actually a guy who created a mechanical lantern which gave him his power. It wasn't the Green Lantern Corps. Not until the reboot later on did they invent the Green Lantern Corps. So I think that's a nice little spoof if you didn't know that. That's a lot. I, I never really followed Aquaman. They made him so campy in the in the animated series in the 70s and with the comics everyone's like oh dude i don't want to be aquaman watchman the watchman yes that was with uh owl man and all that right yeah yeah so the watchman was uh a pretty decent one so they didn't the movie didn't do it justice they kept it was good it was good as a, as a movie on its own but there were you know yeah there always is though I, mean, I think that covers pretty much my dc knowledge it's kind of bad that your co-host doesn't know a lot about comics you know that eh? <laughs> so reading these comics um especially dc comics uh everyone followed the mainstream but i loved i loved some of the obscure i always loved the obscure and and indie i loved indie stuff uh, it was always always uh, awesome but of course now we're going to bleed into the major flyboys the big ones uh, i think it's time we'll talk about the marvel you know because everyone's been waiting for that one because we haven't talked enough about that yeah <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna bleed through quickly on marvel like uh we're not gonna do too much our first episode was uh the avengers but now we're gonna stay away from them and and bleed off more on what else there is in marvel i'll state now spider-man is my favorite Starman was another DC one that I read. Starman, okay. Yeah. Funny, funny. No, uh, I think I mentioned this in the Avengers one, but uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, a huge, huge hit movie, which I love. Don't get me wrong, I'll, I'll watch and rewatch that movie Ooh, any day. Child, things are gonna get. Anyway. Yeah. 
Um, dance off, bro. Dance off, bro. What are you doing? <sighs> and so, um, where was I going? Oh, Spider-Man. No, uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. The original Guardians of the Galaxy was not the one you know now. It actually had different people, and uh, Yondu was part of it. I think he was their leader. And they paid homage to that in the movie as Yondu the Bounty Hunter, yeah. uh, played by Merle from The Walking Dead. So Marvel started in 1939. Martin Goodman um, was pursued by Frank Torpy uh, to basically start a Timely Comics, which was would later, would later produce its first comic, Marvel com- Marvel Comics number one. Yeah, and that's how it started. So this is as far like stuff for the Marvel goes back to like 19. 19- 36 with Kazar, which is... Can't uh, say I've read. <laughs> no, I didn't read any of those either, but uh, Kazar was like the Tarzan. It was like Lord of the, the Savage Lands. The Savage Lands, yeah. right. Uh, right, Kazar, wasn't that the um, the story where uh, uh, like a, an, an army, uh, like yeah, a, guys, a soldier gets lost in the yeah. he's flying, Savage he's in, Land? He's on a plane or something like that. He flies, he's flying over, plane goes down, and he survives in this dinosaur primeval, primordial infested forest, well, jungle, but still. I mean, who thinks of something like that? Apparently the Marvel, Marvel guys. But I mean, just the concept alone, you know, he's got no powers. Well, that was right around the time that the original black and white uh, Tarzan movie came out. Yeah. So a lot of things bleed from other media, but to take a twist on it like that is actually ingenious, right? So you start your comics with this this soldier who gets lost in the Savage Land. I don't know if it was even called the Savage Land. I don't think it was back then, but... I didn't adopt that title till later on. And then going from there, you had... uh, 1939, you got the Human Torch, Submariner, the Angel... Human Torch was the robot, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was the, uh, the Android one. Uh, Mask Raider. I mean, this is all in 1939. 40, they, they, uh, is when um, Goodman hires his wife's teenage cousin, Stanley Lieber, who we all know as Stanley. Stanley. He changed his name from Lieber because, of course, the whole uh, German World War uh, two and everything coming along. So he changed from Lieber to yeah. Lee. And, and in 1940 was when the Marvel Universe was created. And this happens when Namor and the Human Torch are in their first crossover issue. So it's the first crossover of heroes, at, like, ever. And that's how the Marvel Universe started. And then from there, just kept going and going. And going and adding new and new characters. Thin Man, Betty Dean, Black Widow... Uh, Red Raven. Black Widow then, who was a villain. Yeah. Mercury and Pluto. She was a Russian spy. Human Torch, Human Torch number two. Toro. I, I don't remember Toro, but I know the Human Torch and Human Torch number two. Human Torch number two wasn't, uh, was that still a, a cyborg, right? Or um, no, was that when was that when the uh, the first human came along and took the mantle? Human uh, Torch was one of the first characters created in Marvel Day. Modern day Marvel. No, I think that was still the Human Torch. Okay, well, it might have been. Like I say, again, yeah. it's golden age, right? So uh, you're talking about when things first, first started. Way back. Exactly. And then from there you had, uh, again, that's roughly around the time they started creating their, their big mainstream ones that you know. Well, 41 came in with uh, Captain America, Captain Bucky Barnes, Patriot. It was uh, all the big bleed into world, the World War II propaganda yeah. and everything, right? Because you had 39 to 45. Uh, it was 39, right? 45 World War II, if I remember correctly. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, or 46. Um, but regardless, uh, that's when Captain America came along because uh, they wanted to go on the hype of the war bandwagon. Uh, so Captain America was created, and they did a lot of like where Captain America punches Hitler. You know that was hilarious. Yeah. They actually played homage to that in uh, Deadpool comic, and it was like Deadpool, like you seriously mean to tell me you punched Hitler in the face? 
And he's like, yes. And he's like, you're the coolest man I ever met. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, you, it started with Captain America, but... Uh, yeah, they introduced a few characters in 41. There was Captain America, Bucky Barnes, Patriot, uh, Red Skull, Blue Diamond, The Finn, The Wizard, Jack Frost, Father Time, Destroyer. You know, they had to have villains, obviously, so... I mean, well, of course, of course. Because you can't just have the heroes. But um, from there, uh, it bled on to different heroes. Uh, and then you had the whole Namor thing. Uh, uh, he showed up in later uh, issues of Captain America. It wasn't until later on that you started getting your... Wasn't until around the 50s, 60s that you started getting. Well, in uh, end of 45, which was the end of World War II, but it, it started to decline superhero comic sales. I mean, you know, people were recovering and all, but they still had uh, like in 46 they had Blonde Phantom, Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse. I remember Mighty Mouse. Here he comes to save the day. Sorry. Yes, uh, if you remember the animated series, you grew up on that Saturday morning. Here he comes. He said it already. Yeah. But you know, uh, tomorrow was in 47. Yeah, Two Gun Kids, Sun Girl, Cable. I was in. 48. So uh, what they uh, what they did was um, with sales declining. That's when they started uh, uh, because around this time, around what was it the 57, 63, we had talked about when the, the Justice uh, Justice Society of America, and that's this is around the time they're starting to okay, well, we're going to base our own teams. Uh, yeah. Then along came the what the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Fantastic Four started in the 60s. Um, other ones in the 60s were Hulk, X Men, Iron Man, Spider Man, Daredevil, and the Avenger. Um, this this is the, to note here um, in 1950s uh, timely publishing uh, goes through an identity, identity change to Atlas Comics yeah so we're still not even into the Marvel com comics yet you know with Atlas so I mean Atlas eventually came into to become Marvel but like we're this is how much the history there is we're still not there yet <laughs> you know no no uh, we're not even touching on it yet so uh, it wasn't until what 63 I think eh? uh, uh, I think it was in well it was in the 60s yeah, it was around 63 and 63 was when the, 61 the, is when uh, the Fantastic Four was created, and that's that's basically when it became Marvel. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So so then from there they started they started with their mainstream. You had Iron Man, uh, you had the Hulk, you had Spider Man, uh, all these uh, comics, and and a lot of them got uh, 60s, 70s animation was taking its turn. So you had a lot of animated series. You had the Hulk animated series. You had uh, Iron Man animated series. You had the Fantastic Four. You had Spider Man. Spider Man. You know. Did did did. You you remember it. You know the theme. Who doesn't know it? You could be a new kid coming in and being 10 years old, you're like, yeah, I know the old Spider-Man theme. That's corny. Yeah, but it's it was there, right? Not as corny as the web into the blank space. Or or how the animation was, he would just shoot his web straight forward and a shield would start forming. Or a hang glider. Or, Anything a, or, he, or, or a dome. Or a parachute. Or a, parachute. Or, yeah. or a boat. A boat made of webbing. And he shot his web into the water as a propeller. Like, really? 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 Like this jet that followed him everywhere. It must have been so he can just swing everywhere. So uh, going in later on, like I say, and this is when you started having your uh, other Marvel characters along those lines come along. You knew your mainstreams. You knew your mainstreams. But uh, the thing about Marvel is a lot of their mainstreams they created were off of the heroes, your villain, your other characters. And then they get their own spinoff series because yeah. they were like so much. But it started with your main set again, and like we're not going to bleed too much into Marvel.
are. Uh, going into the later 70s, 80s with Marvel, you had your, your main teams, your Fantastic Four, your Spider-Man, um, Thor. Avengers, Iron Man. Uh, then you got your spinoffs. There was She-Hulk. Uh, I remember She-Hulk. It was like uh, Bruce Banner's cousin yeah. who got a blood transfusion because she was dying from the Hulk and becomes he She-Hulk. She has the strength and some of the powers and the green skin, of course, but she has her brain. So she ends up going to law school. She's a lawyer, right? And and I, I'm sorry, I have to quote some Big Bang Theory here, but I wouldn't want She-Hulk as a, a lawyer because that's mutant affirmative action right there. <laughs> Hiring their token superhero as a lawyer. Yeah, they've, had, they've had a lot of events in the Marvel Universe. Oh, they have so many, so many story arcs. Infinity um, Gauntlet, Galactic Storm, Infinity War. Oh, the Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, that's where Thanos came, right? Executioner's um, Song, Infinity Crusade. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, yeah, there's there's plenty. I used to follow Spider-Man a lot, so you had the one one sad... Uh, you had many different variations of Spider-Man. You had the Ultimate, you had the Spectacular, you had the Amazing. So, um, the Amazing Spider-Man uh, is the one where uh, Spider-Man has to deal with loss the most, because uh, not only does he have... Oh, Ben died, but he ends up killing Gwen Stacy. He, uh, Green Goblin throws her off, uh, uh, throws her off a building or a bridge, and he tries to web shoot her and save her, and by doing so, snaps her neck. So he ends up killing her. Like uh, there's, and then, and then you got the movies. So many Marvel movies, cinematic uh, releases, right? Like in the '80s, that's when they just they started buckling down and they're like, we oh, we got to get in here. And this is a lot of a lot of making some of these campy Marvel movies that made them go bankrupt yeah. you know like uh howard the duck oh howard the duck uh we talked about it the punisher that was that was uh howard the duck punisher captain america oh my god which was 1991 which was horrible uh-huh. uh blade x-men blade 2 Spider-Man, hold on you're okay. skipping over one the fantastic four the fantastic four movie where they had none of the abilities none of the powers used through the entire freaking movie and at the end all you get is mr fantastic's hand stretch out the window and wave when they're married i'm like Really? I, I watch why? I would rather go watch Howard the Duck again. I'd rather Spider-Man watch Howard the Duck. Screw Marty McFly's mother. I bet you didn't know she was in. Um. Then you had your your new age, your new wave. Uh, X Men. Uh, Blade. 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 Blade Spider Man. Daredevil. 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 Ah. And you know what? Everyone's sitting here and they're talking about uh, Ben Affleck. Now is a good actor. He's Affleck. Got, Affleck. Affleck. Whatever. He's not a, insurance. He's he's a he's a decent actor. And Daredevil had nothing to. I don't think Daredevil had any to do with his acting I think it was directing and script that made that movie so horrible because I actually want to see Batfleck Batfleck he looks badass I'm sorry to say so bleeding on moving on right um X-Men 2 Hulk Punisher another Punisher that was the one with Thomas Jane yes which was really really good Two Blade Trinity Electra Man Thing I did not remember that one I do not either. Um, then you had Ghost Rider. Uh, then there was other the spin-offs of the other Fantastic X-Men. Fantastic Four. Then the Rise Last of the Silver Surfer. Iron Man. Oh my God! Four the new zone. Fantastic Four is getting such bad reviews. I know. It's horrible. And the sad thing is, I'm still gonna watch it. I'm just not gonna pay to watch it. I'll wait till it comes on to the movie network. Yeah, exactly. And just watch it for like, oh well, I want this two hours of my life back. Yeah. Just a couple of Thor movies, you know. So everything bleeding up to the new age Marvel, and, and you had your movies and and. And uh, actually, believe it or not, Marvel is uh, uh, September of this year. They're they're starting their all their comic book lines. They're like basically restarting every. Uh, we could bleed into it, but it's a long-winded list. We'll get into another day. What they are doing is their new number 
ones for everything. We're thinking of we're gonna pick and choose, and like the Eighth Wars, the female Avenger. There's there's so many, so many, right? Uh, you have the new female Thor, which is spoiler alert if you don't know, uh, Jane Foster. Uh, spoiler alert, I said it, you heard it, you didn't pause it and skip. Not my problem. So um, again, this about covers your top top five to six of uh, what's out there for comic books, right? And and we recommend you to go check out some of the titles we mentioned. Uh, even if you get later issues, uh, start with first issues. Uh, I know uh, Witchblade Darkness had uh, compressed books, which uh, was like 10 comics in one. So that's that's how I caught up. There's a one thing we also that uh, we could recommend. Again, we wait. Uh, I didn't bookmark it, I don't think. Uh, that's that's um, unfortunate. Uh, the Marvel... Uh, Marvel Unlimited? Marvel Unlimited, yes. Yeah, it's it's basically uh, if you have a tablet or even on your iPad or whatever, you can... You, it's... Uh, it gives you it gives you access to ten thousand plus Marvel comics. It's a monthly fee, of course. What isn't? But you could do it on your smartphone, your tablet, your computer, and it'll let you catch up and check these for nine ninety five a month. So if, if if Marvel Unlimited hears this and we're pushing it, uh, uh, pick us up as a sponsor, uh, pick us up as a, a an advertiser for you. Uh, it would be great. Um, so yeah, that's that's one thing we could recommend, and it gives you that freedom to not have to go buy them. They're there. You can read them. It's a ten thousand comic library so um it was something you can check out which i'm looking into there's also uh, online uh, comic bento uh you get yeah it is marvel unlimited 9.99 a month so uh it's worth to check out and it's it's available on android and uh app so you can uh, sit here and read whatever is happening now understand if you want to keep up with the new with the new marvel unlimited is not the way to go but it helps you keep up with the old it helps it, you it, see it, it, where it was coming from and where it is going yeah thanks again for listening again we will uh speak about our host uh, welcome to planet bob um we recommend you check out their videos too uh they are on vacay which is why we're posting another episode this week we hope they're enjoying their vacation very much uh dylan miles and uh, sarah cormier um <laughs> no relation we recommend they have the double d's talk which they pick certain topics and talk about them and then just welcome to planet bob where they cover movies uh i think they also the, do tv shows too yeah from the corniest of the corny to the hottest of the hot so we do recommend uh, you check that out. You can catch them on Welcome to Planet Bob. They have their Twitter accounts. You can contact them and anything posted up on the website, they hear. So uh, thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Comic Train. My name is Brian. I'm James. And you have yourself a wonderful evening. Hey.